And welcome to The Real Money Show, the website guildhallwealth.com. The number to call, start investing, one 214 The guys are all in studio, and uh, it's into 2014. Market update quickly, Darren. How are things? Pretty crazy week, John. Actually, mm -hmm. the uh, first thing I'd like to do before we get going is just to congratulate the buyers that came aboard. We spent a great deal of time prior to Christmas preaching about what we thought would happen in the first quarter of this year, and so far, so good. Both gold and silver are up on the week. Gold sitting in the 1250 range as we're taping the show on Friday, and silver in the 2020 range. And uh, both have been a little bit higher than that during the week, but the tail end of this week's numbers, particularly in the job market in the U.S., have given us hope. Uh, but the reality is it's still within a great range if you're a buyer. Bloomberg uh, this week had uh, 15 analysts on talking about various broad market uh, expectations for 2014. So I thought I'd pull a couple of those little pieces and bring them into the show. They had 15 people polled about what would happen in gold in silver this year. And of the 15 analysts, the majority of them were bullish on gold and silver for the year. Only two of them were bearish and four were neutral, but UBS is one of the largest notable uh, analysis that was done in that study, sees that the gold near-term support is going to hold at around 1208 1209 and for that reason, they believe we're through the bottom of the market and the expectation of higher pricing is set in stone. Which that's really surprising. Was that Bloomberg on in the middle of the night in Asia, or did that's you the find Beaver that hours. online? <laughs> Bloomberg on the Beaver Hours. Because there, yes. normally during the day in North America, you will never, never get news like that ever. You only hear negative, negative, negative stories on gold. They'll all get on the bandwagon saying the price went down last year. It's going to keep going down because. Isn't the U.S. economy great? Isn't everything amazing? And of course, if you're new to gold, you will you wouldn't touch it with, as Paul likes to say, a barge pole because it, mainstream media does not like gold at all. So it's very surprising that Bloomberg would say such thing, unless of course it was came out of the middle of the night because that's when they usually give good advice. Yeah, throw that away. Uh, investor sentiment, however, remains a little bit weak uh, in the markets, the paper markets. That is, and of course, you know how we feel as a team about the paper markets. We do not like the paper markets, but in the physical, the uh, buyers continue to accumulate at these low prices. John, the UK Royal Mint had a story out this week in a thousand years of of uh, creating uh, British gold sovereigns, which are their their coin in particular that they're noted for creating their mint over there, the UK Royal Mint. Uh, they finally had uh, a huge problem with a delay in shipment. So they've got a period of time in which they're going to have to stall orders, and that means they're out of them altogether. They've posted it on their website, and uh, that's a huge, huge uh, piece of evidence that tells us demand is steady. You don't run out of coins if there's lots of it. If people are right. selling and there's plenty there, you don't run out of these things. And, and that flies in the face, again, of... People saying gold isn't isn't good to own. You know, stick with your paper currencies, stick with your stocks. I think this is showing you whether you're looking at Asia or India or the mints. U.S. mint broke records last year. Canadian mint broke records last year. Imports into Hong Kong was breaking records last year. They don't. The Chinese don't even export gold. It, they just mine it at a loss this year or last year rather. So uh, this just flies in the face of people who don't understand the gold market. They need to get in, and it's exciting to me. I get pumped up when I hear these things, but it's a it's an opportunity missed for people who just don't want to get into the market when they say, what do you mean? It, they're all sold out and I don't want any? It, it's crazy that people wouldn't take a, take advantage of the market at this low price. So where are we, Darren? 
Well, I mean, if you look back at history, sentiment does not pick or ensure a bottom. But if you look at the sentiment against the technicals, technicals are super strong. I mean, in terms of being uh, ripe for the picking, if I was a technical buyer, I've been buying. I've been averaging every opportunity I get, whether it's gold or silver. And with respect to sentiment, yeah, it's absolutely low. And that's the perfect contrarian time to be buying. Every single time I've seen the market rally in 04, 06, 08, in 2011, these are the conditions from where that market rallied. And this is where we've seen strong physical buying lead the market, sentiment change, and all markets jump higher. Well, markets actually were very quiet overnight. Uh, They were waiting for the first jobs report of 2014, which came out this morning. Uh, And it brought quite a surprise because following the stronger expected ADP and the ISM reports earlier in the week, uh, where ADP said there was going to be like 200,000 jobs created, uh, kind of BS, Um, they were expecting 200,000 jobs to be created. In actual fact, they created 74,000 jobs which is one of the lowest figures in the last three years. Uh, the unemployment rate did fall to 6.7% from 7%, but you've got to take in the fact that 1.3 million people ran out of unemployment on uh, December 28th. So these people are now going on welfare. These were people that were on either six months uh, unemployment or as much as 99 weeks. Uh, wow. This was going back from 2011. So... You know, if we look at the situation, gold and silver has not moved up basically because of quantitative easing. The amount of money that the government or the Fed has been pouring in uh, into the market, $85 billion a month buying up, you know, basically useless bonds and anything else that was out there, creating wealth for Wall Street. The average person didn't see it. Banks got it. Wall Street got it. But John Smith didn't get it. Uh, he's looking at his still stock portfolio and he's throwing up on his shoes every month when he sees the statement. Nobody really made money. But gold and silver right now is at an all-time, to me, a great price to buy. Jeremy, you want to add something? It, 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 it's so true. The the gold and silver have been stopped dead in their, their bull market tracks over the last year and a half simply because quantitative easing and the creation of all this excess cash bond purchases, et cetera, have been able to help put the money into the stock market, make the stock market look great, help push the gold market down so that they can keep on with this charade that's been going on. And people have no idea. All they have to do is go to shadow stats and look at some look at some some reports on on how much money's been created over the last over the last uh, several years, and it will scare the crap out of you. And it will make you say, what am I doing being in stocks, being in cash? You work so hard for your money, and yet it just sits out there unprotected. And if you just sit there and look at the news every day and, and, and find, as your advice to find out where you're going to put your, put your hard-earned money, you'll continue to put it into stocks. And there's no insurance there, and you need to have that insurance. As far as the price is concerned, Price is what you pay and value is what you get. $1,250 $1, gold might seem expensive, but it's a pittance compared to how much money's been created out there and how much inflation is going to steal your wealth. And if you think back to what $1,000 bought you 10 years ago to what it buys today, you can see that you really need, you know, think about it, 100, 000, making $100,000 a year today is 
equivalent to making 70000 a few years back or equivalent to making 50000 a decade ago. So you need to make more and more money, but you're not saving more and more money. There is no savings. There's You can put your money into ING. You could get a savings account that's making one point something percent a year. That's not savings. So they have investing. Well, investing isn't savings either. So you need to protect your wealth somehow. And that's what gold and silver does. So even if the price is fluctuating, it's still protecting your wealth over the long term. So you have to have that paradigm shift to protect your wealth and put your money somewhere where there's value. One eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven guildhallwealth.com. You've often said as well, Paul, that every time they print more money, they're stealing your wealth. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's confiscating your wealth. I mean, let's, let's take an example. If, you know, 10 years ago, Jeremy was just talking back, if you just took $10,000 and put it in a coffee can and buried it in the back garden, what would that buying power be today? $7,000 if you were lucky. You could have purchased 2,500 ounces of silver. Back then, silver was trading at $4 an ounce. Mm. So that 2,500 ounces would have been $10,000. Even at today's price, at $20 an ounce, you'd have $50,000 versus 10,000 cash. I don't care about the stock market. I don't care about real estate. Uh, those markets, you know, they still go up and down. Gold and silver have been a viable investment for centuries and centuries, going back to biblical times. If you look at the price of gold to silver, there was a ratio of 16 to 1. Back in biblical times, back in 1971, you know, right now we're trading at a 60, 60 to 1 ratio. If it went back to 16 to 1 ratio, silver right now would be at $60, $70. So it's underpriced. It's going to go back there. It's one of the, an undervalued product. At Guildhall, we sell physical gold, silver, platinum, platinum. We're not in the paper business. You know, we don't wallpaper our walls with paper. We don't sell certificates. We don't sell equities. We don't sell uh, ETFs, we don't sell futures or options on futures. We sell the physical product. 100-ounce bar of silver is 100. It weighs 7 pounds. You drop it on the floor, you hear a clang. $100 bill you drop on the floor, you don't hear anything. You need to be in hard assets. Protect your wealth. You need to have 15 to 20% in gold and silver. Give us a call. Get a package. In the next segment, we're going to talk about several different ways you can get into this market, whether you want to take the product home mm-hmm. for home delivery, whether you want to put it in a safe, secure, insured depository, or if you want to use collateralized financing where you can finance up to 70%. It's not for everybody, but we're going to discuss it in the next segment. And, and if this is new to you, the whole concept of, of owning bullion is, is new as your portfolio, or you want to help help uh, shield yourself against your stockbroker or whatnot to, to get into a different and different uh, way of thinking and improve your portfolio. We also have the Precious Metal Advisor. Uh, we, Darren writes for it every week, give you a chart of the week, some, some articles to read, and really get you informed in this market. So if this is the first time listening to the show, you definitely want to get onto that, uh, on that email or we send it out once a week, the Precious Metal Advisor, and you just go to the site and sign up. The number is one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven and guildhallwealth.com. And just like Jeremy said, while you're there, sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. We'll take a short break and come back with lots more of the Real Money Show. The Real Money Show continues. The number to start investing one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven online at guildhallwealth.com. Uh, today, you guys uh, wanted to touch base on the ways to purchase and really delve into what investors get for their money. So uh, let's have it. Throw some examples my way. Well, like Paul was saying before the break, there are a, a few ways you can own bullion through Guild Hall. One is to purchase it outright and take it home with you. 
bury it in the backyard and really what you do with it after you leave guild halls up to you. Uh, another thing that you can do is to open up a depository account, which is, again, you're buying the metal outright and you're buying what your money can afford for you and not a penny more, and you're essentially storing it through guild hall. Again, that offers a, a liquidity, buying, selling by phone call. It's easy to do, and you can start with as little as 10 ounces of gold or 200 ounces of silver. If you want to take that a step further, there is a third option. Again, it includes storage. It includes incredible liquidity, buying and selling, second to none in the world, in my opinion. And, of course, you can use collateralized financing, which means I may well have twenty or $30,000 i would like to put into this market, but I don't have to. I could get the same amount of metal, twenty or $30,000 worth, by using this method and simply putting a down payment of eight, $9,000 for say a thousand ounces of silver, I would own it, I would control it. And in fact, right now, a thousand ounces would cost around uh, $8,500 to all in to go. And of course, when the market moves up, instead of the market having to go from, let's say 20 up to 40, it only has to go from, you know, another eight and eight and a half dollars and you've doubled your money. So a thousand ounces would be about 8,500. Now, the, the best thing to know about the concept of collateral financing is that it's the concept of other people's money. You're going to risk somebody else's money and a portion of your own combined together in order to make some type of gain or outcome. It's not for everybody. And with respect to doing this type of transaction, you're offered one thing that you're not in the depository account, which is you can use utilize a flat rate commission for buying and selling. So let's say you wanted to buy a thousand ounces and the cost, as I said, to put it in the depository, twenty two, twenty three thousand dollars but you wanted the collateral finance instead. So that same 1,000 ounces you'd buy for around $8,500 would include a commission. That would be a one-time commission only, and it would be charged the first time you buy the metal and the first time only. Then you could buy and sell any portion of that metal up to the 1,000 ounces as many times as you'd like going forward, depending on market conditions, and not incur an additional commission at all. It's one thing we offer. It's not for everybody. It does have additional risk over what we would consider the depository account risk. But the reality is this is a way to take advantage of a moving market. And the money that can be made from this is second to none when the markets are moving. Well, this is a great you know, great way to get into the market with, you know, not laying out a lot of money. I mean, Darren said you want to buy a thousand ounces of silver, you're going to spend about $23,000. For you to double your money, it's got to go to 46000 mm-hmm. By putting up $8,500, $9,000, a $9 move and you've doubled your money. A $4.50 move, which would only take us to twenty four fifty, you've made a 50% return. A $2.25 increase in the price of silver and you've made a 25 percent return on your money now you've got to look back at 2011 in may silver went to a high of 49 dollars and change gold was at 1920 1930 so we've got an unbelievable opportunity here to make a lot of money five thousand ounces of silver in the market a five dollar move you're putting up you know, around about forty thousand dollars, you're going to make twenty five thousand. Mm. A ten dollar move from twenty dollars to thirty dollars, you're going to make fifty thousand dollars. A twenty dollar move will still not take us to the high of May two thousand eleven. You're going to make a hundred thousand dollars. If that's the type of money you're looking to make, collateral financing is for you. It's not for everybody, but if you're willing to trade, buy on the dips, sell at the high. Buy on the dip, sell at the high. You're going to make money. You're going to take it off the table. Nobody ever lost any money taking profit off the table. And we encourage our clients, when the market moves up, to take money out. 
you know, buy a diamond. Use, do something else mm-hmm. with the money. But, you know, make the right investment. one 1711 online at guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy. I think there also has to be this understanding. Clearly, we live in, in turbulent times, but we're also in completely unprecedented territory in terms of how much money is being created through the Fed. And I say money. Um, I'm saying that loosely for them. They're just creating a currency that's backed by nothing. It's fiat paper. Uh, it has no backing. That's why there's absolutely no discipline here. It looks like a reverse cliff. It's kind of like that ice wall in, in Game of Thrones if you're a fan. <laughs> and and there is something coming. You know, you can't go on like this forever just because you've convinced a couple generations that that gold is useless. Go across the Pacific and see what uh, what. Uh, China and India think of gold, and they'll tell you it is a store of value, and, th- and that's where they're putting their money. Wealthy Europeans, wealthy North Americans, people in the know are, are, are putting their wealth into gold and silver. So why are they doing that? Well, essentially, it's a play against the U.S. dollar. If you think the U.S. dollar is going to reign supreme over the next 10 years, you know, you should probably get your head checked. There's everyone around the globe is starting to come around to the fact that it's a useless currency and the fact that they're still hanging on is a miracle, but it's unsustainable and to you need to protect yourself. Look, over the last 10 years, you can't say 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, every year things are more expensive. Food's more expensive. Gas is more expensive. Clothes are more expensive. Um, if you want to keep buying things, you want to keep the lifestyle that you have, you're going to have to start thinking of ways to protect it and gold is, and silver are a way to do that. Now, we're not saying, oh, throw all your money into it, but certainly a portion of your portfolio would be a great hedge by having some actual physical assets. It's called building wealth. What potential does gold and silver have? Uh, seasonality, 2004, 06, 08, 11, keep going. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it a lot, John, and now yeah. you're more familiar with it, so it's, it's it. exactly it. You've remember. You remember that these are peak times for pricing in both the gold and silver market. It is cyclical, and we do learn from history because history does repeat itself. What bears repeating here, though, pardon me, is the fact that we have so many investors that come into our office thinking about investing, and they get shy about wanting to do it. They're sitting on the fence, and Paul always says that they get nothing but splinters from from doing so. <laughs> Unfortunately, a lot of people, their mentality is, I'm going to wait and see. And that wait and see approach means I'm not going to buy till the price is higher. Well, the silver market during all four of those peaks in 2004, 2006, 2008, and 2011 took off like a rocket ship between January and spring and most of that move was condensed into a two or three month period the average person just doesn't get in a, does does not get around to making a decision quickly enough but the reality is if i had put money into that market let's take a look at where gold and silver is and compare it to anything in your portfolio that you're happy with at this present time when silver started moving up it came from about a price of four dollars an ounce right now the price of silver at today's price not 2011's 49 dollars price at today's price as we're taping the show is up about 300 uh, sorry 405 percent or an average of about 33 percent per year for the past 12 years now gold on the other hand it's still great it hasn't performed quite as well it's up only a lousy 316 percent or about 25 26 percent per year now i don't know of any other investment that's averaging that kind of gain over the last 12 years and not every year is going to be the same last year for both gold and silver it wasn't their year but that does mean that if you're contrarian 
experience, you're smart enough, and you have the money to invest, you could see a very dramatic bounce back year. We've had them before. In 2008, when the world fell apart, the price of silver plummeted along with all other assets in the world from stocks to bonds to everything. And when the market started to bounce back, it wasn't stocks that bounced back the quickest. It was commodities. Gold and silver rallied hard, and silver in particular, which at that particular point in time was around $8.50, rallied all the way back up to $49.50. So these are cyclical markets. They come and go, and that's part of the education that we provide. But using the idea of collateral financing and the other and the concept of other people's monies, it's no different than a mortgage. We all have it. We all go to buy our house. We don't put up all the money. We put up a percentage. The bank loans us the rest. The house still belongs to us. We control it. I get to decide on a new kitchen, if I want to finish the basement, do the garden. Same with silver. If I have a collaterally financed position, and the beautiful thing about this is that if the market goes up and my account becomes worth more, I can collaterally finance some additional product. Now, I have to stay within my means within what's reasonable with uh, my portfolio and the expectations. I don't want to overdo it. I only want to invest the money I have. But the reality is you can get an incredible return. And I mean, we talk about it quite frequently in the office, but the idea is you're taking an acorn and you're turning it into an oak tree. And that's the reality that we're dealing with. Whether it's education for your kids, whether it's a new car, whether it's a trip uh, abroad, a big trip, whether it's uh, taking money and putting it into your account so you can use it for anything. Uh, the, the list goes on and on, but silver in particular is a super undervalued asset and the collateral financing program that we have is second to none if you're looking to speculate on that market. one 877 1711 Before we take a, a short break, uh, Darren, I want to ask you something. We talked about this last week, you and I, and it was kind of scary. Uh, you mentioned about the storage at Guild Hall and how uh, really it, it, it's a scary thing not to store it there because if you want to get to it and sell it, you got to go. You don't know who you're dealing with. You can't find the guy you bought it from. It's just, it turns into a mess. Why is that an advantage? Well, that's a huge advantage. And I mean, for me, that's in my, my particular uh, take on the depository, the most important single reason for using it is because of the ease of liquidity. Right. Because within seconds, I'm on the phone calling Paul or Jeremy or myself or anybody that's my broker at the office and I'm selling. Boom, it's done. And I can literally be put on hold for a few minutes while that order is taken, the price is provided, and boom, I'm out of the market. And I have the my money. And the beauty of it, uh, we're not like banks or you know um, brokerage houses. We don't make you wait a week for your money. Right. We had a customer yesterday, sold some gold. The check went out in the mail last night. We don't have to wait, uh, you know, a week before the transaction clears. You know, we've got the gold. We know we've got the gold. It was in our depository. It's just a movement sold, bang, the check goes out. It's a wonderful way. And we've got a special on as well. When you buy a 100-ounce bar of silver, we're going to give you a one-ounce maple leaf as a little bonus. So whether you take it home or whether you put it in the depository, you want to buy 10 100-ounce bars, you're going to get 10 maple leaves, give it away to the kids, the grandkids. Wonderful birthday presents, wonderful Christmas presents. It's a way to go. And if you want to use collateralized financing, we're offering a one-time commission. You can trade as many times in and out on the, the amount of product that you buy. So this is a wonderful way to get invested. 
So when we come back, John, what I actually want to touch on before we get into natural fancy color diamonds mm-hmm. is what type of returns we can actually make when we invest a certain amount of money. So I'll do that very quickly when we come back. So stay tuned. We'll take a, a short break. The number one 877 online, guildhallwealth.com. While you're there, sign up for sure to the Precious Metals Advisor, the free subscription to Guildhall's premier market newsletter. And back with more of The Real Money Show, the number to start investing, one 877 online at guildhallwealth.com. The Precious Metals Advisor, something that's free you should sign up for when you go to the website. I want to talk about returns on your gold and silver investment, Darren. Well, when it comes to collateral financing, we were talking about it in this previous segment. It is, it is essential that you understand where you can go with your investment. Now, when I buy 1,000 ounces of silver, if I paid $22,000, it's pretty straightforward. If I own a depository account and I put a thousand ounces of silver in there and I paid twenty two thousand, the price goes up by twenty two dollars. I've doubled the money. So it goes, you know, from where it is now at twenty dollars, it goes up by twenty two dollars to forty two dollars. I've got twice the value in my account, roughly. Now with collateral financing, you're using somebody else's money in addition to your money to make a return, which means we can get quicker returns in a shorter period of time. Again, I remind, not for everybody. It's not going to be for every single investor, but for those that use this, and my largest client actually uses it, so I can let people know what type of client uses, both small and large, and there's over 100,000 ounces in that particular account in silver. Um, if you were to look at it, just let's say 1,000 ounces of silver, uh, the cost to Klotchy Finance at 1,000 ounces is around 8500 and that would be all in, including the one-time commission that Paul talked about earlier. Now, if the price of silver only goes to $25 an ounce, my 8500 is going to be worth about $10,700, or about a 38% return on my money. Now, $25 an ounce is not a big stepping stone. To get to $25 an ounce, we could literally see that happen in less than seven days. And that would be the type of market that I'm talking about that moves quickly where people miss these moves. Now, if you think that that's doable, what about $30 an ounce? That same $8,500 I put into the market at $30 an ounce over the next 12 months, including all the costs of, of using collateral financing, it would be worth 15000 and change, nice. almost 16000 or almost 100% return. So if the price of silver goes from where it is today in the $20 range up to $30 an ounce, I've literally doubled the money I put in. So you can apply that to any level of investment. If you wanted to buy 5,000 ounces using collateral financing right now, it would cost you around about $40,000 US. Now for that investment, if the price of silver, again, went up to uh, $30 an ounce, again, it's over 100% return on my money. I put in roughly $40,000, I get back 80000 So again, for those that understand the market, those that are willing to take that risk, this is an extremely fun way to invest. Yeah, there is risk, and this investment is not for everybody. Let me give you a little bit of the downside. Darren's giving you the upside. Everything yep. is rosy and great. <laughs> First of all, you've got to put up a minimum of 30%. If your equity drops down, for the some reason, if the market was to drop and your equity was to drop down to 15%, you're required to put in a little bit of money to bring your equity back up. That is one of the things. If you can't do that, then we can always sell off a little bit of product and bring your equity up as well. You can pay off the debt anytime you want. You're not obligated. You're not signing a contract for three years, five years that you can never pay it off. You go into collateralized financing. You're in for it for a month. You don't like paying it. You can borrow the money from a line of credit or from the bank or you have it sitting around and you want to pay it off, you can pay it off anytime you want. Hmm. So that's some of the things that are a problem. There is a risk, 
But the, uh, there's more upside than there is to downside right now. We've been trading in a, a range. We're trading today at $20.25 for silver. Uh, you know, last year I called for the market to hit $55, $60. Mm-hmm. I was completely wrong. Absolutely wrong. But I still feel we're going to hit $50, $60 within, you know, 12 months. So if I'm wrong by a year, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. I own gold and silver. I'm in the market. My family's in the market. Everybody that works in my company owns gold and silver and natural fancy color diamonds. We all believe. We've all got skin in the game. We don't, you know, we're not invested in the stock market. We love gold. We love silver. We love natural fancy color diamonds. And, and here's the thing. If you purchased any time uh, prior to 2012, you're ahead on your money. Uh, any time, you know, unless you purchased right at the peak, in which case, you know, you you were you got caught up in the in in the the swing. Um, it's time to cost average. Other than that, you know, if you purchase within the last year, you're either down slightly just because of cost of doing business to get into the market, or you're sideways. In which case, you know, not many people are long-term investors for only a year. So, you know, this is owning gold and silver is a long-term proposition, meaning this is why Paul is always talking about, you know, if you purchased back in 2002, 2004, 2005. Look, I bought gold when it was in the 400 range. I bought it in the 700, the 900. I also bought it at 19. I haven't panicked at 1250 and sold off what I purchased back in at $500, though I'm making money on that too. It's a long-term gain. It's about building wealth. It's about adding assets to your portfolio. So, to look at the the bull market in precious metals and see that after 12 years of constant gains, you have one year of a pullback in a time where the amount of money being created is absolutely unprecedented. I'm happy to take the opportunity to buy it at the lower price. And you know what? We say it every week on the show. So is China. So is India. Mm-hmm. So are people in Greece and, and Spain and anyone who else is scared of bail-ins, who's scared of the... of inflation confiscating their wealth, anyone who doesn't want to take the risks in an overinflated stock market, anyone who's looking to protect the hard-earned money that they have. If you're a company, if you have a, a, your own company, you're an entrepreneur like we are here, you know, you're, you're looking for ways to, to secure that wealth that you've worked so hard for. And that's a part of what this is all about. The idea is to look and protect your capital. You work hard for your money. You know, if you're the same thing, we, we're, we look at natural fancy colored diamonds as one of the best investments besides gold and silver. Um, natural fancy colored diamonds have never dropped in value in the last 40 years since they've been keeping records, which is incredible. The type of quality that we sell at Guildhall Diamonds are the best of the best. Uh, this week I received from one of my suppliers in New York. They sent me four diamonds. They said they're spectacular. I'm sending three back to them because they didn't meet my criteria. The criteria, A, is the color. B, is the clarity. You know, C, is the cut. I mean, if there's no color and it's not equally saturated and it doesn't have that sizzle and it has the fire in the diamond, I don't want to sell that diamond. Every diamond that we purchase, we know somewhere down the road we're going to get that back. We're happy to receive that diamond back in the future. Whether you hold it five years, 10 years, 15 years, you're going to make a great investment. Argyle Pinks, for example, they're doubling right now basically every three years. If you go to our website, Guildhall Diamonds, I think we've only got four or five Argyle Diamonds of VS quality. You cannot find VS Argyle Pinks 
anywhere in the world today without paying an exorbitant price. We have on the website. If you go and look at our yellows, we have more internally flawless yellow stones on our website than anybody out there. I'm talking about in stock, not in mythical land where you've got pictures and, you know, it's bait and switch. We have the product. It's available to you. You will see when you go on to Guildhall Diamonds, diamonds sold, 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 sold. What does it mean? We're selling the product. Smart investors are snapping up the diamonds that we have because they are of incredible value, incredible quality. Every diamond comes with a GIA, which is a Gemology Institute of America. That is the diamond grading valuation of that diamond. It tells you everything about the diamond, the color, the size, the clarity, the carat weight. We also give you an independent appraisal. Why? So you know what the price of the diamonds are that we sell. We don't sell at retail. We don't have a store. We're not on, you know, in a, a busy, whether it's Bloor Street or in a busy mall or whatever it is, paying $300 a square foot. So we can therefore pass on the savings to our clients. But every diamond that we buy at Guildhall is the cream de la cream of diamonds, whether it's a yellow, whether it's a pink, whether it's a blue, whether it's an orange, whether it's a blue-green. And we have the most spectacular diamonds. Give us a call. If you're interested, we can get you into a, a starter diamond, whether it's a fancy yellow. We sell fancy, intense, and vivid. That's the colors that we sell. That's the intensity of the diamonds. You can get in for a carrot for around about $12,000. If you're looking for an intense, you're looking at maybe $20,000. A vivid, you're looking at thirty-five dollars to $40,000. Let me give you a quick example. Ten years ago, you could have bought a fancy, vivid, internally flawless for about $7,500. Today, you're lucky if you're going to find one for $35,000 that meets our criteria. So it's really important. The four C's are important, the color, the clarity, the carat weight, and the cut. There is a fifth C, and the fifth C is these diamonds are a currency. Whether you want to sell today, you know, the U.S. dollar against the Canadian dollar is 8.5%, 9% today. So when you buy a diamond and you're buying it from us, we buy our diamonds in U.S., Go to our website. We're charging Canadian dollars. Any price you see on a diamond today, you're making 9% just on the U.S. dollar. So it's a great, great time to get in. We sold a slew of diamonds in December. We've already sold in January. And we appraised our diamonds. We had 15 diamonds that we had in stock that were a year old. We had those diamonds appraised. They went up between 20 to 35% on every yellow stone that we put up. And we sold 11, 12 of those stones in December alone. So this is a great time. Go to the website. Jeremy, you want to add something to that? Yeah, I would say um, what we do have, which is surprising, is we still have a lot of oval diamonds, which are actually more rare than the radiant cuts or the cushion cuts. Um, obviously, all three cuts bring out the color. But I would encourage people to look at, at the yellow ovals that we have. They make for great wealth to wear because there is this uh, sense they're larger. They give that, that appearance. And, uh, but the, the three that we do have uh, have great color. Uh, specifically, we do have a 1.22, which is uh, quite beautiful. So check out the site, guildhalldiamonds.com. Uh, if you can find some stuff that's not sold yet, uh, you should jump on the train before before those diamonds are, are sold. And, of course, you know, these these diamonds are moving up from all from all sides we go to the appraisers they're up 
uh, anywhere from 15 to 35 percent in some cases. We go back to the dealers to try to buy the diamonds, and their their prices are higher. And that's because this is a collectibles market, which means there's always more buyers than sellers. And it, certainly over the last few years, the buyers have been more more than comfortable to put these diamonds in the back of the safe and forget about them. So that is money in the bank. You got to come see them, though. Really, yeah. I mean, well, the one of the things amazing, is, but... is that you know the dealers that sell these diamonds, you know. If they're going to get one, 2% for putting their money in the bank and they know product is going up anywhere from 15, 20 to 35% according to the quality that, that they have, all they do is push it to the back of the safe. They don't have to sell it unless they have to cover their expenses or they're buying new product, then they're going to sell a little bit of product. I'm happy the same thing. Whether you buy it from me this year or you buy it from me next year, every year we will put the prices up because we ha- it is a replacement value for us. If I have to buy a diamond and I'm paying X amount last year, this year I'm paying 15 20 35% more for it. So you're going to pay. If you want to make the smart move is buy it now. If you're looking to retire, you're looking to put your kids through university, what a great investment. Whether it's 10, 15 years, you want to hold on to this stone, you're going to make nothing but money. one 1711 online at guildhallwealth.com. Sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. Free subscription to Guildhall's Premier Market Newsletter. More of The Real Money Show coming up. The Real Money Show, one 1711 online at guildhallwealth.com. Sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor while you're there. The Premier Market Newsletter offered by Guildhall. Uh, guys, we, uh, you mentioned some uh, some diamonds on the website people really should have a look at, right? Yeah, the... You know, natural fancy color diamonds come in several different colors. They start off, you know, with red, which is one of the rarest, mm-hmm. violet. Uh, we get into purple, we get into orange, green, blue, yellow, pinks. Green is one of the toughest colors to get in a natural fancy color diamond. And we have a couple of actually blue green, which the stronger color is the blue out of the green, and we have green blue, green is the stronger out of the, the two colors. Um, they are very, very rare. They are going up like crazy. The greens, in actual fact, blue greens, green blues are the next blues. They're so hard to get, and they really, really increase. We have a couple of stones that we, we put on special or going on special this week. Um, one is a point three six. It's a fancy, intense green. It's in a VVS2. Now, this stone is actually appraised at $92,000, 92000 500. And I think it's actually underappraised. Um, in my opinion, the stone is probably about a $125,000 stone. Uh, we have it on for $60,125. Um, and that sounds like a lot of money for a 0.36, but this is the type of stone that's going to double every three years in, in price. Going to be extremely hard to come by in the future. And it's the type of stone that I like to have in my own personal collection. So again, this is one of the great stones. We also have a 0.61 that's a fancy blue-green. It's a VS. And if you notice, if you go to our website, we only carry, in, for example, in pinks and in blue-greens and green-blues, VS quality. We don't do SI1 or SI2. SI1, SI2 means they have a lot of inclusions. Uh, you can actually see the inclusions with a naked eye or even I1s and I2s. We leave that to the other people that want to sell that type of crap. <laughs> but that's what people do sell. We, we allowed to say sell. that? Yeah, I think we're, we're allowed, allowed to say, to say that. It's, hey, it's my show. I can say whatever it's I crap. want. Done. There, there, Done. Let, we, could, we could say 
they're they're nice diamonds, but they're not investment grade. And this that's the type we're, of diamonds we're focused we, on investment we grade diamonds. We those diamonds down. So the type of diamonds that we have are top quality, top notch, and are going to appreciate in value. Whether you take these diamonds, put them away in a safe deposit box, or put them into a piece of jewelry, which we call wealth to wear, mm-hmm. where you can take advantage of a diamond made into a beautiful piece of jewelry, whether it's a ring, a pendant, earrings, we can help you with the design. And this is something that you're going to wear and you're going to have fun wearing it. And you're going to make money as, as it goes as you're wearing it. Make money in your sleep. It's beautiful. The other investment that you've got to look at is hard assets like gold and silver. And sometimes, you know, I can be a little crude when I call other people's product crap, but that's what's out there. You know, if you're going to get phone calls from people telling you they're going to sell you this or they're going to sell you that, you want to be able to view the product. You want to see the product. Every diamond that we have at Guildhall. On the website is available to you. You can see it. You can view it. We give you a 10-day money-back guarantee. So when you're buying the diamond, you know, if you want to go take it and get it reappraised somewhere else, uh, you're free to do do so. We only want you to be happy. And the best customer for us is a happy client. The best advertisement is a happy client. We get so many referrals from our clients. They come in. They purchase a diamond. They tell their friends. They tell their family. What better way to sell any type of thing? And when it comes to reselling, we built in our own resale market. We have a website uh, that we spend an awful lot of money on, keeping the website up, sending out emails to our clients, educating our clients. We put seminars on for our clients Mm -hmm. to let them know what's happening in the market so they understand how rare and how beautiful these diamonds are. Natural fancy colored diamonds are not only an investment, they're a piece of art. And obviously, if you want to learn more about colored diamonds, Paul's going on a, a great rant about them. But if you if you kind of want to learn a little bit more about it, definitely the website has all that information. Learn about why invest in colored diamonds. A buying guide is on the site as well and examples of, of the type of people and why uh, certain people are buying colored diamonds. But uh, do you want to hear an interesting story about colored diamonds? Absolutely. You know, it was only up until the 70s uh, that diamonds were sold in packages. They sold all sorts of colored diamonds all at once with jewelry, this and that. And it was towards the middle, the mid-70s to late-70s that investors started wanting more and more appraisals individually. And you started seeing them come to auction individually. And it was really only at the end of the 70s and through the 80s and 90s that people really discovered these diamonds as investments because they could see that they were never going down in in price and the auction records were explosive. They continue to be explosive today, just like they were in 2013. We saw records broken left, right, and center. And that's because there's such a limited supply. You know, you can you can go through all the four C's, but essentially it's going to come down to rarity equals price. So the more rare the diamond, the more expensive it's going to be. And while you can find internally flawless fancies for twelve, thirteen thousand, they are in a certain category all on their own. We do consider those investment grade, but we have diamonds that are over two, three hundred thousand dollars, which for someone who has a, a rather large portfolio and they're looking to protect their investment and receive over thirty percent gains every year. That's the type of type of asset you want to hold in your portfolio. As an example, you know, if you go to our website, you want to look at pinks. We have Argyle pinks, but we have a beautiful pear-shaped pink. It's a 105 carat. It's a VS quality. The stone's appraised for a half a million dollars. Not pocket change for everybody, but we have it on for 325000 We have a 107 pear-shaped blue, internally flawless. It's appraised 
nearly $600,000. That's on for $380,000. As I said, it's not for everybody, but it's a beautiful set. One pink, one blue. Uh, great, great investment. You can put that diamond away for 5, 10, 15 years. Easily going to be worth a million dollars. And you can call, even though she's not here, you should call Nicole, and she'll give you a lot more yeah, information. Yeah, Nicole, we right? have a diamond grading, GIA diamond right. grading expert on staff. Happy to help you. We've had a lot of calls last week and even this week from people that have bought purchased diamonds from other people and are trying to sell us the diamonds. And I've looked at a few of these diamonds. I wouldn't touch these diamonds with a barge pole. You know, extra facets, not really even color, yet they paid a fortune from other people for these diamonds. Check out who you're dealing with. We're a member of the NCDIA. That's the National Colored Diamond Association of America. Check us out. We have, we're, you know, integrity is in the most important thing with us. If you look across the world right now at the diamond, uh, people that are selling diamonds, it's really easy to see what Paul is trying to point out. It's that there's a lot of low quality, low class, real knockout joints, and they don't present to you quality product. How do you know that? You don't know. And that's the problem with a new buyer. Somebody that doesn't know the first thing about colored diamonds. You have to go through a firm like Guildhall. We don't even expect that maybe on the first phone call you buy the diamond. You might want to take some time to think about this research and get to know the marketplace. But I will tell you one thing. What I love about colored diamonds also relates to gold and silver. And gold and silver is something that is undervalued. Colored diamonds is the same thing. What most people don't realize with colored diamonds is that there are no primary mines in the world for colored diamonds. There's not one mine in the world which only mines colored diamonds. It's secondary. It's secondary. Wow. Either they're mining white diamonds first, the primaries, or off-colored diamonds, browns, you know, other types of diamonds. Even the Argyle mine in Western Australia produces the majority of their diamonds are non-pink. So when you start to understand how rare they are, then you can start to equate the value. Now, if you know nothing about uh, this, understand that sometimes when you're thinking about wealth and building wealth, you want to do what the smart people are doing. I consider myself to be smart when it comes to wealth, but it's because I own gold and silver and natural fancy colored diamonds. My colleagues to the left and right of me, Paul and Jeremy, also own colored diamonds and gold and silver. But don't take our advice for it. The wealthy have been on a buying spree, and they've known these secrets for a long time, and they have been buying colored diamonds for a long time. It's just that it's never become mainstream. And through the process that we've created and the science that we've put into it and using Nicole's expertise, Paul's expertise, and everybody at our firm, there is a decided difference between buying from us and buying from somebody else in the marketplace. And and if you don't want to buy one, that's great. But next year the price is going to be higher. That that has been that has been the trend for four decades now. That anyone who passes up the opportunity and you know, I've got clients that have been sitting on the fence for, for a year, year and a half, watching the market and they see, yeah, you know what, the pri- the appraisals keep going up, the prices keep going up. It's not a market that you can hope for a drop in the market. You, it's it's a lot like real estate. You know, the, if billion, you don't get takes in, billion, billions of years to create a diamond. It's not something a turnkey operation where you can turn the key and manufacture a natural fancy color diamond. And then when you find the rough, then you've got to cut it. You need an artisan that knows how to cut diamonds to get the perfection out of a diamond. You know, Jeremy was talking about you know the prices going up. There used to be an ad on TV: "You can pay me now or pay me later." You know what? If you don't take advantage of these prices and you are going to purchase a diamond later on, you're going to pay more money for it. So this is the time to get in. Buy gold, buy silver, buy a natural fancy colored diamond. You're going to do exceptionally well. 
You don't have to day trade it. It's it's something that you can put away. It's long term. You're going to buy a colored diamond. You're going to hold on to it for five to ten years. You're going to do extremely well. When you want to go to sell it, please bring it back to us. We'll be happy to, to market it for you, put it on our website for a small commission. But but you don't have to wait a year to see the prices move up and, and help you make the decision. You can just call us for our, our, our colored diamond buying guide tells you why own colored diamonds, what to look for when buying a colored diamond, the type of returns you can expect, and the type of uh, gains we've had in the past. Now, the, the, the key you have to understand about colored diamonds is it's an asset. It's not a financial instrument. There are no charts that are going to track your particular diamond through the last four decades that says here has been the consistent returns. It's not like that. It's like the collector's market. You know, if I wanted to buy a, a, you know, a, a rare toy from the 50s. I'm not going to get a chart on that that says how much it's how much it's gone up, but we know every year it's gone up. So it, it's not if you're if you're financial broker or you're coming at it from a financial analyst perspective, it's not going to give you what what you want. It's an asset that you hold that you have to appreciate the rarity like understanding owning a Picasso. If you can wrap your head around that you're, you're nine-tenths of the way there to owning one. And the other thing is, you know, you, we show you a collection of diamonds. You know, in most cases, most people pick a diamond. The diamond picks you. Mm-hmm. It really stands out, and you pick a, a diamond within your price bracket, whether you want a fancy and intense or vivid, whether you want to spend $12,000 or whether you want to spend a half a million dollars. We can, you know, we have something to fit you. That's how we work. Well, I've seen those diamonds, guys. You brought them into the show before. And the biggest asset you guys have at Guildhall is trust. Because, you know, you talk about billions of years for diamonds to be created. I've seen ads on TVs claiming to be diamond manufacturers, which is an interesting trick. If you've got the strength to crush coal and make diamonds, I don't know what that's all about. But you, you guys use whatever, whatever verbiage you want, John. At the end <laughs> you know? of the day, you've got, to trust, uh, you've got to trust the people who know the most about the marketplace and have done the research for you. And that's Guildhall. And as I said before, go to our website. You will find more internally flawless yellow diamonds on our website than anybody out there in the world. The number, one 1711 online at guildhallwealth.com. And while you're there, sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor Premier Market Newsletter. It's an e-letter written by Darren. You're the guy. You can get it right now and uh, check out all the diamonds and natural fancy-colored diamonds and all the gold and silver and start the buying. This has been The Real Money Show.